happy Thursday. Now that The Bachelor has found the love of his life and gave her a ring and then thought about it and said, just kidding, on national television and then gave the runner-up a ring and caused a big stir on social media, we will be covering all sorts of pop culture topics on upcoming episodes of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. In celebration of March Madness, my roommate Laura and I discuss our slam dunks of the last year. We also give examples of around the rim and air ball moments. And there's a recurring poll of who would you date? The answers vary depending on the topic, but I lean heavily towards King Arthur every time. Charlie Hunnam, people. Look him up. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 43 mm-hmm. of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm with my roommate, landlord, friend, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. You may know Laura from podcasts such as Our Favorite Love Stories, which, man, people had thoughts about that. Yes. Big thoughts. We've done Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. We've done Justin Timberlake. What else mm-hmm. have we done? Is that about it? Television. Oh, favorite right. television shows. Favorite television shows. That was a good one. I think I should point out that we are recording early morning and our bodies are all whacked out because it was daylight savings time. And you can hear the birds outside the window. So just think of it as merrily chirping <laughs> birds that help us get dressed in the morning like Cinderella. Just the same. Just the same. We had an idea to do a podcast around March Madness because today is Selection Sunday and Thursday is when the competition... Competition? Yeah, the games <laughs> the start. Games. So Laura, for people who don't know, like me. Tell us about March Madness and what the deal is with it. It's basketball. It's college (laughs) basketball. That's right. And I'm assuming most of the listeners know this, but it's, it's, but for you, Lindsay, I'll help you out here. There's a bracket. There's a bracket. And, um, it's March Madness and it's what all the teams play for. And the thing that makes it so much fun is that any team could win. Oh. So even if a team that has been losing through most of the season or at least recently, like Texas A&M, they still have a chance just like everyone else. Most likely they don't. But they do. They do. Like on paper, they still have a chance to win it all. So Texas A&M, because they are down. They're down a little. A little. They'll be they'll be playing it against high people. Right. So they're probably going to be like a seven seed. Mm-hmm. And so the fun part about March Madness is that everyone fills out a bracket. Mm-hmm. Everyone picks who they're going to win. Some people bet on the brackets mm-hmm. if you are a wagering type. <laughs> Um, and you follow along and watch the games and have fun. And, and the games are on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So for Gosh. four straight days. Wow. And then it'll roll over again the next week and be on again. So it's March Madness. And how many, how long does it go for? It goes for like two and a half. Well, three weeks if you, three weeks if you count the final four. So Okay. So we decided, Laura decided, let's face it, I didn't think of this, Laura did. We decided that since it's March Madness, we should do a podcast around things in the last year that we feel like were slam dunks, that were around the rims, meaning oh, they almost went in, they could go out, they could go in, we don't know, and then air balls. Right. I know that from junior high. Air ball. That's right. Air ball. Although I was a pretty decent basketball player. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Fleet, Coach Fleet, she told us to bend our knees, brush your bangs, and follow through. Did you have bangs? <laughs> In junior high, I did. Of course you did. My dad taught me how to lay up. We had a basketball goal because he always wanted sons. And he taught oh. me how to lay up. We had a globetrotter ball, red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Go America. Nice. I went to a really small high school where we were forced to play every sport, <laughs> including basketball. <laughs> not joking. Tennis, basketball, cross country once. I'm not a runner. Wasn't a good decision for me. Hey, you learned this about me the other day. I was the junior high triple jump, high jump. Yes. Long jump champion. And I still hold the record in high jump. 
Is there a banner up, like, in the gym on this that we could get a picture of? There used to be a little board. Mm. My mom would go by every once in a while to make sure I was still number one. I doubt it's there still. Mm. I don't have anybody on the inside to find out. If you're on the inside at Hallsville Junior High. (laughs) (laughs) Swing on by. Check that out. I think it's the middle school now. If you're, oh, so then it would be gone. I doubt they would take the, I doubt they would take the board with them to the new junior high. Darn it. But trust me. I had strong legs. Mm-hmm. I didn't have strong arms. You ran hurdles too. I ran hurdles, and they made me do the three hundred meter hurdle about five minutes before the three hundred meter hurdle started. Wow! I know. And then I remember some kid told me to eat some honey because it would make me go faster. <laughs> I do love honey. <laughs> That's great. So I did. I didn't win. Um, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about basketball. So we're going to do our favorite slam dunks of the year. We're going to do our air ball, air balls, and we're going to do around the rim. So let's start off with slam dunk movies. Yes. Laura, what is a slam dunk movie? I think my one of my favorites was Wonder Woman. Yes. And I saw Wonder Woman twice. Ooh, um, well, once was on a plane when I was flying to Europe. Yeah. But, um, and I loved it the second time just as much mm-hmm. as the first. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what made it really good? It was a great story. Mm-hmm. There was a love story in it. Mm-hmm. And I loved Gal, the mm-hmm. lady in it. Mm-hmm. I thought she was incredible. Mm-hmm. So I loved Chris Pine. Well, uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Super sad that he dies. Yeah, because that means he's not going to be in the sequel. Dude, is there going to be a sequel? Oh, I imagine, yeah. That's awesome. Because it, it sort of broke records. I was looking, um, I have Rotten Tomato scores for all of this, and it was a 92% on wow. Rotten Tomatoes, which is high for Rotten Tomatoes. And I thought it was good. I, th- I liked the strong women. Uh-huh. I liked the the island full of women and all of that business. There at the end... I remember thinking, let's land this invisible plane. When they were fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Yes, and fighting some Mm -hmm. more. But it was good. I thought it was good. She was probably, I didn't see Justice League, but she was probably one of the high points of Justice League. And I heard, because again, I didn't see it, they made her a little bit more eye candy-ish in that, because you've got Batman Mm. and you've got Aquaman and the Flash and... Everybody there, cyborg, and they made her a little bit, ooh, I'm the girl type thing. So I don't know about that, but I liked Wonder Woman too. I wrote about it on my blog. It High praise. Nice. <clears throat> high praise from it. Got so choked up. <laughs> so so excited. It <laughs> just Chris gets you right there. <laughs> so sad he's gone. Oh, he looked great. Uh, one of mine was Black Panther. That's one that you have not seen yet. I have not seen it, but I've heard really good things about it. It's very good. It got a 97% on Rotten Tomato. And I think it has, I think it has busted every movie record there is. Really? Yeah. Man. And it's good. Is it a movie you think I should go see on the big screen? Yes. Okay, then I got to jump on that. Yes. And I think it'll be out for a long time because it's making money, 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 money. I like the women in Black Panther. I like all the characters in Black Panther, but the Black Panther's sister is one of my favorite people. She's funny. Question, though, is Randall in Black Panther? Yes. Randall from This Is Us? Yes. He's got a little cameo, but it's very important cameo. Oh, that's so he's so not going to be all through it, but there's kind of some flashbacks where you see him. But yes, he's in it, and he's really good, too. Anyway, it was just funny. It was action-packed. Uh, I laughed a lot. I think I teared up once or twice. I know. And I'm a superhero movie lover. So that's awesome. I think if you haven't seen it, you should go see it on the big screen. If you miss it on the big screen, see it however you can. Got it. (laughs) Even on an airplane on a tiny screen. That's right. Still worth it. That's right. What's another movie that you thought was a slam dunk this year? Okay. Well, the next one that I'm going to say is probably a little tiny bit controversial Uh-oh. because I think that other people are maybe don't love it as much as I did, mm-hmm. which is Greatest Showman. Yeah. Is it controversial, though? I don't know. I feel like the re- the reason that I think it's controversial is because if people don't like musicals, oh, yeah, yeah, they okay. don't like it. Got it. So I think some people went in and were like, uh... 
I'm going to go see this. It's going to be an interesting story. And maybe yeah. they didn't know it was a musical. Yeah. And then now they're kind of hating on it a little bit. Right. Well, we barely knew it was a musical. Going, I mean, right. We had high hopes that it was a musical. And a love story. And a love story. And it was both. <laughs> and it was so great. Um, do you own the soundtrack? I know. Uh, well, I own select songs from the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And what's your favorite? Like everything that the bearded lady sang. <laughs> Every single thing that she sang. And I've watched that on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a hundred times. Yeah, This Is Me is a mm-hmm. great song. It was pretty much the Olympic theme song, too, I think, for this totally year's agree. Olympics. And it's a movie kind of like Black Panther that I think you should you should oh, have yeah. seen it on the big screen. Yeah. I think it's probably off now. But you should have seen it on the big screen because yeah. it was great. Do you think Hugh Jackman was a slam dunk? I do. I like Hugh Jackman. I think he's <laughs> cute. I think he's yeah. talented. Yeah. I think he had great chemistry. Uh-huh. I really liked him. Yeah. Did Michelle Williams, his wife in the movie, was she a slam dunk? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked her character. I liked her character. Who was the slam dunkiest of all of the characters on there? Um, Zendaya. Yes. I would probably I have to, to say, say Zendaya. Oh, my gosh. I love her so much. I thought she was great. Yes. I and think she kind of lifted Zac Efron up a I bit totally a agree. Bit. I totally mm-hmm. agree. And I thought they had, when we say there was love stories, there was like little Multiple, love stories yeah. through it, so which kind of made it so great. And I love superhero movies too. Mm-hmm. But the reason I liked Greatest Showman is it's a little different. Because yeah. it's not kind of that big production fight scenes right, right, right. kind of thing. So It was so good. It's good quality. Oh my gosh. Movies. And it's a musical from the beginning. Oh yeah. I mean, you hear that slam of his foot and then he goes into singing. It's so great. Now, I was watching it with my parents uh-huh. and my dad did not know that it was a musical. <laughs> so it's like the slam of the foot and the music starts and I look over at him and he's got like a bur- like a furrowed brow and he's like, hmm, I don't know about this. He loved it. Oh yeah. Absolutely loved it. Because it's good. Yeah. He was like, it was not what I was expecting. Yeah. But I liked it. Now, what do you say to the people who are hating on P.T. Barnum, saying, he was an awful person. Why would we make a whole entire movie? Are you just saying suspend your beliefs, realities a little bit? Yes. And I think no one's saying that he's like a savior for the world or anything. Mm -hmm. He was just a guy who obviously was trying to make money. There's obviously two sides to the story. Yeah. It's still a feel-good movie that you want to see, which is the inclusion of everybody. Right. So I liked it. Okay. Our next one is something that's unconventional. Um, Laura and I both saw this movie, and we both stand behind it. We did. It's uh, King Arthur. Arthur? Arthur. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's not an author. I'm an author. King. Look at that. (laughs) King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. We both saw it. Uh, It might have helped that we got free screening passes and didn't pay for it, but I liked the movie, and I feel like it came and went, and nobody even knew. I totally agree. It should have gotten more press because it was awesome. And why was it awesome? Because the guy in it is hot. <laughs> Flat out hot. That's exactly. Yeah. This it, is I also like the story. Whatever, I thought the blah, story blah, was blah, good. Blah, I thought the other characters were good. Pull the star from the stone. Charlie Hunnam. Hot. Is hot. He's the guy from Sons of Anarchy, if you don't know. Nice. But, man, is he good looking. He was also a good actor he is in the movie, too. He is a good actor. And I, I liked the story. I did. I liked the story, too. It made me wonder, like, is this real? Is this the real story? <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> exactly. Yes, he just pulled that sword from the stone and saved the world. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 29%. They're wrong. And so... <laughs> They're wrong. So... Rotten Tomatoes Wrong. has <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has the percent of critics. So all of the critics together and it and it's what you see on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes. There is also as another score that I don't know people know about, but there's another score where it's audiences say, Well, this is what I think about it. So Rotten Tomatoes is twenty nine percent. The audience score was seventy. Woohoo! So I would think that's enough for somebody to think, well, I should watch this on demand or Redbox right. or something. You're not paying 12 bucks to go in. I think that it's going to be something that people need to give a shot because it was so good. I totally agree. 
I thought it was great. So people should give it a shot. Y'all give it a shot. Okay, let's move on to slam dunk of TV shows. What is your slam dunk TV show this year? I mean, it's probably, yeah, it's probably a slam dunk for everybody. It's This Is Us. Yeah. Well, anyone that has a heart. (laughs) If you don't have a heart, you might not like it, which case, okay. If you don't like love stories and crying every single time you watch a (laughs) show, then forget it. If you don't like family drama, which equals you don't have a heart. That's exactly right. So after the Super Bowl, we get this big, huge buildup, buildup, buildup. We're going to learn how Jack dies. That's the dad. And he died, not how people thought he would die, but I would like for you to confirm to everyone listening that I called it, that it would be the dog. Yes, you did. I did call it. However, I expected him to die in the fire like everybody else. So then when he comes out and he's in the hospital and he dies the widow's death or something. Mm -hmm. Widowmaker. Widowmaker. And you see her talking on the phone for 45 seconds and behind her is all of this people running and chaos. And we watched it, but not watched it. How brilliant is that? It was so great. And Mandy Moore Mm -hmm. was outstanding Mm -hmm. in it. The, I think the teenager kids, I think teenager Kate and teenager Randall, teenager Kate is the best. Mm -hmm. Teenager Randall is getting there. Teenager Kevin, he's a good looking teenager. He's not the greatest actor. I'm I'm wanting him to step up. (laughs) You're calling him out. Season three. Bring it up to a new level. <laughs> but I don't know if he'll be there unless these the teenagers now oh, are yeah. going to be college students. That's a good point. I, I have no either. idea because the little ones, they're going to have to. But sometimes it flashes back far enough so that I think they'll still be involved. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would hope so. I was thinking yeah. about that the other day. And I hope so, too. Yeah, because I, 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 I love teenage Kate. But Now, the only thing I'll say that is a little dragging on us with this is us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is that it is a little sad Mm -hmm. like there is kind of this constant undertone of sadness through Mm -hmm. the show which i'm hoping that next year and the next season there can be some happy Mm storylines too and i think we're going to get that with the hopefully upcoming wedding Mm -hmm. from kate and Mm -hmm. her boyfriend i think it's get toby i think it's gonna be i think it's i think you're exactly right because we were we had a we had a hit and miss last night with television watching because all the shows we picked were such downers and we got depressed afterwards but i think that is true why can't we have 85 percent happy and funny and exciting and then we know you have to get us with some sort of gut punch right let's not gut punch for 85 percent and you know we fit we have flipped it i totally agree and but i'm still gonna watch it I, of course absolutely because it's still the best show on television do you have a crock pot and did you get rid of it if you did threw it in the trash <laughs> all seven <laughs> i do i don't know how i have so many crock pots <laughs> and i haven't actually thrown them in the trash no. i've still got them yeah they're because, all in the cabinets because <laughs> Jack or Milo, the real actor, he defends Crockpot because that that was, if you don't know, the Crockpot is what, a faulty Crockpot is what started the fire in the house, which mm-hmm. is what ultimately down the road with smoke inhalation killed Jack. Sad. Oh, that was terrible. Okay, let's move on. What I you want you to one. do slam dunk binge watching right now what are what is your slam dunk binge okay i feel kind of um vulnerable here to admit this but i'm still watching west wing oh that's right there's seven seasons of it and that was back in the good old days when they made like 20 episode seasons right so there's like 150 episodes that you can get on your netflix and you can go straight through them and it is quality television. There's spins in the episode. There's great writing. The actors are great. I love President Bartlett. <laughs> even And even though, and people told me also that like season seven, the last season is not as good because the writing is not quite as good and the acting is not quite as good because they're kind of getting tired with it because this happened like, I don't know, 15 years ago right. when people are using <laughs> flip phones in it. So you have to be okay with the flip phones that are used. But um, once you get past that, I, I kind of was, uh, I was doubting whether season seven was going to take me there. 
Mm-hmm. It did. It did? It did. And it's still so good. How long have you been watching it? <laughs> I've been watching it for probably nine months. <laughs> so maybe binge is not the right word, but there's a lot that's of television lot, out there. So that's a lot of binging. That's exactly right. And I mean, and you're a busy person. <laughs> that's right. You Thank don't. you for making me feel better about myself. You binge maybe once a week. And that's, that's right. like two episodes. So of course it's going to take you a year to get through West Wing. It does. Is Rob Lowe still around? He's not. Oh. And that hurt me too when he went mm. off. It hurt me. But mm-hmm. um, he's not around anymore, but I loved him when he was. Mm-hmm. And I love the character development of it. Like mm-hmm. I... I mean, I care about the politics a little bit because I think it's interesting, mm-hmm. but I more love the characters and the stories. And... What about Aaron Sorkin writing? So good. It's everything you heard it was? Everything I heard it was and more. Oh. It's so great. <laughs> and more. Uh-huh. Because there's little twists in the show that really get you. Like, mm-hmm. it's really it's really great. So, And I would say, I mean, I've even convinced another one of our friends to start watching it again. Oh. She watched it back in the original nice. days. And then she heard me raving about it and was like, all right, I guess I'll <laughs> give it a shot again to watch it, like, straight through. I'm evangelizing on- <laughs> with the with West Wing. It's on Netflix? One person at a time. <laughs> yes, it's on Netflix. <laughs> oh. Okay, mine is Gilmore Girls for obvious reasons. And it almost feels weird to talk about it because it's such the... A great show. Have you seen it? I have not seen Gilmore Girls. Mm. I haven't done my job in the two years I've lived with you almost. Hmm. Well, I think that maybe once I finish West Wing, You'll be Gilmore ready. Girls could be my next one. Or you could re-watch Heart of Dixie. I do mm. love Heart of Dixie. Mm-hmm. Wade Kinsella. Okay, let's do slam dunk songs, music, albums. Who was a slam dunk in your opinion? This is no brainer. For mine is Thomas Rhett. Thomas Rhett. And Thomas Rhett is a country singer, kind of country pop from Nashville. He's young. He's only like 27 years Mm -hmm. old. Um, He's married. He has two adorable kids. This is just to make you all who are listening really fall in love with him the way I did. (laughs) He has two adorable children. One he adopted from Uganda. um, And then the other one. Um, they got pregnant and mm-hmm. had another so adorable sweet. little girl. So um, they're really sweet. We follow them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Feel like they're our best friends. They are. Mm-hmm. I really do. I just saw him at the rodeo last week. He was amazing. His new album is called Life Changes. Mm-hmm. And it is one of those albums where you could listen to every song on the album and love it. I love that. That's what's really good. Rare nowadays. And he is a great storyteller with mm-hmm. his music. Mm-hmm. So the lyrics are really good. There's a song called Grave on there that is like got a gospel feel to mm-hmm. it that I love. It's not out yet on the radio, so a lot of people probably don't know about it, but it's really 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 good so what's another one that people what's one that would be on the radio that people would recognize marry me is number one right now so and it's also such a great story because he wrote marry me because and the the song of marry me is basically like his love interest the love of his life is getting married to someone else and so it's kind of like a heartbreak song because he's attending the wedding for the person that he loves and he's not marrying her but it, he wrote it when him and his wife were broken up. Mm. Before they were married, obviously. Yeah. When they were dating, they'd broken up. And he wrote it because he was so like upset at the thought of what it would be like if she married somebody else. Ugh. And then they got married. I remember you telling me and saying, I don't know how I feel about Thomas <laughs> Rhett right. writing a song about the girl who got away. But it's his wife. It's exactly right. Uh, you're getting teary right now, Laura. I think I just have something <laughs> in my throat, but maybe I'm teary. <laughs> maybe I need another cup of coffee. But I love Thomas Rhett. I also, um, I discovered Thomas Rhett, you too. You did? Mm-hmm. I did. So that's the reason why Tell I'm Tell the so... people how you discovered Thomas Rhett. We're so thankful. I, um, <laughs> I was at a rehearsal dinner for a good friend of mine up in Nashville like mm-hmm. seven years ago. Yeah, long and time very long time ago and I was in Nashville and the rehearsal dinner rented out part of the stage which is a bar on Broadway lower Broadway and so I was up there at the stage he was playing no one really knows him he's playing cover songs like every song that we all know on the radio and that's it and then at the end of the night he played like two songs that he said these are the last two songs I'm gonna play and they're songs that I've written that will be coming out and I stood there and listened to it and thought, man, he is good. Mm-hmm. He is going to make it mm-hmm. in this world. So then I came back and I told everybody. In Texas, right. His name is Thomas Rhett. I came back to Texas, <laughs> spread the good news, again, evangelizing for Thomas Rhett. And I said, you should listen to Thomas Rhett. And sure enough, 
He's a big deal now. I mean, he's uh, like won awards. He's oh won, yeah, he's won like Grammys. He's won country music country awards. music awards. He might not have won a Grammy yet. I shouldn't have said that. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I but remember. he was but he's, nominated. He's for, for sure one. nominated. Yeah. And so I got to meet him at the rodeo last year, and I told him, I said, I told him that story, and I said, I discovered you. I just want you to know that. You owe this all to me. And without missing a beat, he says, well, thank you so much. I owe it all to you. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, that's right. And then he took a picture and was so sweet. So oh, yeah. Is that your screensaver on your phone? It is. That's right. It's my cover photo on Facebook, too. <laughs> How do you feel about him wearing ripped jeans? You know, I'm okay. He's 27. Mm. Last year at the rodeo, he wore Converse's Mm. when he performed, which I was not a big fan of. Mm -hmm. This year, he wore um, some very low, pointy style boots (laughs) that were not the best either, but he's getting better. He's getting closer. He's moving into the country boot. I mean, the like Western boot. It's just Outfits. appropriate because there's dirt everywhere at the rodeo. There is. There's dirt to, everywhere mm-hmm. at the rodeo. He, um, he, and he's young and cool and hip. I will say that the other thing I thought when I, I went to the concert on Wednesday with a friend of mine, and we were looking around, and his kind of target audience is tweens and mm-hmm. like young twenty somethings mm-hmm. who obviously think he's like a oh, heartthrob. Yeah. And we felt really young <laughs> when we were there because we're like, yeah, yeah, we're fans of his too. We know every word too. <laughs> Us and like the eighteen-year-olds that were singing along <laughs> with their parents, who were like chaperoning them. What's great. your favorite Thomas Rhett song? "Die Happy Man." Die Happy Man. I'm sure people have heard that. Yeah. Well, I'll link to all that in the show notes. The his album and that video. That's right. He's M- great. My, for sure, a slam dunk. Oh, absolutely. My for sure slam dunk in the music world is Justin Timberlake. Which, if you would like to hear. A detailed reason why I think it's that and Lar too. The I Hate Green Beans number 37. His album, how long had it been out? Like 36 hours maybe? I think that's about right. Not even two days. No. And we went We're on the cutting edge. We are. And we we sacrificed for the listeners. I just want y'all to know that. And we went through every single song and discussed why it was good and why it wasn't. And even the bullet ones were still not good. horrible yeah yes and so it mm-hmm. was a really good but how I, this is controversial too so just buckle up how <laughs> how do you think he did at the super bowl as the halftime entertainment you know i liked the super bowl halftime entertainment i thought he did a great job Me i think too. people are giving him a bunch of slack because there yeah. wasn't a lot of theatrics he didn't like fall off the edge of it like Lady Gaga did or fly into it. Rip a shirt and show a boob. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There was nothing like that. There wasn't um, drones in the sky that Mm -hmm. were spelling out anything. Mm -hmm. But I still thought he was great. He played his hits. He danced. He sang. He went up into the crowd. Mm -hmm. I mean, what more do we want? I mean, he, he was good music. I thought so too. I thought it was great. A lot of people just, again... Exactly what you said. And do you have mirrors out when you're singing mirrors? Isn't that a little too on the nose? And I thought, get over it, people. The The thing that I did love, though, was he went on Jimmy Fallon after. And Jimmy Fallon is in, where was it? Minneapolis? Yeah. And he was there. And so it was a live showing. And supposedly, they did the whole show. And then Justin continued to play for a That's couple awesome. more hours after, which I think is great. Do you believe there's so much controversy over his Janet Jackson, whatever, and people were kind of ticked off that she wasn't there, which yeah. was so Why dumb. Why would she be I don't know. Do you think that the rip of the shirt so many years ago was on purpose? Yeah. Me too. I think it was on purpose. Which I don't know why people don't think. Because who wears gold star pasties? Right. Over their nips just on a regular day. <laughs> I, I mean, totally she might have been feeling fancy for the Super Bowl. <laughs> But it was clearly, my brain as a, however long ago that was, what, 15 years Mm -hmm. ago maybe? I don't know. My brain at whatever age I was then thought, well, that was, and maybe I was in PR world, but I just thought, well, that was calculated. Of course. Clearly calculated. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Let's do um, a podcast. Do you have a slam dunk podcast? 
that you love. Yes, I listen to the podcast mm-hmm. with Knox and Jamie, and yes. I love them. And you're the one who introduced me to them, and they're actually the first podcast I've ever listened to because I remember <laughs> saying, when you said you were going to do a podcast, I was like, I don't actually know what a podcast is, Lindsay. And you said, don't worry, I can help you. There's this great one that you should listen to because you love pop culture, and these people are hilarious, mm-hmm. and they are really funny. Mm-hmm. And so they're the first podcast that I listen to, and I'm still with them, and they're great. They're so. very funny. We're going to their live show in Dallas. I can't wait. On Cinco de Mayo. It's going to be so fun. Um, tell me a, an app that you think is a slam dunk right now. <laughs> um, my favorite app. We're only laughing about this in advance because she knows what I'm going to say. My favorite slam dunk app is DoorDash. That's right. I love all the apps that will deliver food to me at any point in time on demand from any restaurant in Houston. But DoorDash is one of my favorites because it's easy to use. This is not an ad. Don't think that they're paying us for this. But if but- they want to, they can email me at Lindsay at ihagreemeats.com. But DoorDash is great. I can, from the comfort of my home, push a few buttons and I have food that arrives at me or arrives here within minutes. So it's great. Um, And you can can track them. You always say, hey, Daryl's coming. They're at the restaurant. (laughs) For a long time, it'll say you're Dasher Jeffrey. And so for a long time, I thought that was his name, like Jeffrey Dasher. And then I was like, oh, no, no, they're not all related because they all have the same last name, Dasher. So... Um, I bet that's how they call it DoorDash. <laughs> that's right. But um, so I always, when they come, I'm always like, hello, Jeffrey Dasher. Thank you so much. People are so pleasant. Yeah. Um, and it allows me to continue binge watching West Wing right, on a regular right. basis. Good so, deal. Good mm-hmm. deal. It's a great app though. Yeah. What's your favorite um, slam dunk book? <laughs> well, it has to be why I hate green beans. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thanks. That's kind. It's a great book. It's, um, in case anyone doesn't know out there, which you should by mm-hmm. now, but Lindsay mm-hmm. wrote a great book. It's called Why I Hate Green Beans. We have probably, I don't know, 60 copies of it floating around the house here. <laughs> so if you need a copy, you can get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you can just email us and we can send you one too. <laughs> Thanks for the ad, Laura. No problem. We'll be right back after these messages. (laughs) Okay, those were good slam dunks. Now let's do around the rim. These are the ones that... Bouncing around the rim. Is it going to go go in? in. Sometimes they fall (laughs) off. We don't really know. Give the big man a chance to rebound. (laughs) Listen to you being all basketball right. Um, What is your first around the rim move? Let's do movies first. First one is Home Again. With Reese Witherspoon. And I have think to explain this yourself. One, have to explain yourself. I think this one went around the rim and then fell right fell in. Fell right in. I do think it maybe it went in. around once and a half. Yes. Then and fell then in. it popped right in. Um, it's a love story. Obviously, we love those. Haven't had one in since the proposal. We Decades. talked about this. Mm-hmm. Since like the Clinton administration. I know. The Clinton um, administration. But it's terrible. I love Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great. There were three guys in the movie. They Perfect. were all adorable. Her love interest in it is so sweet and mm-hmm. so cute. The girls are darling. Girls are darling. Candace Bergen is funny. So funny. It's just a good... I mean, does it have tons of special effects? No. Is it fight scenes and superheroes? No. Mm-mm. It's just a good love story. Yeah. Now, we did talk about this beforehand, that there there is a moment that is slam dunk. That's right. That, and that's our that, favorite moment. It's not, it wasn't even a... It wasn't even a thought. Well, it was slam dunk. Yeah. It was the kiss between Reese and the love interest in the kitchen. Right. YouTube it. Uh, exactly. That's exactly right. It is spot on. So freaking good. Okay. It's so great. My round the rim was Star Wars. I think probably most of the people listening who have seen it will agree with me. Um, and the reason why it wasn't such a slam dunk is because it was just a touch too long, in my opinion. And I don't like the part with Princess Leia floating into space and then coming back. And when she's floating into space, you're thinking, oh, this is how their Carrie Fisher is going to, her character is going to, oh, nope, she comes back to life after she's been out mm. in space, you know. I mean, yeah. how does that happen? And um, Luke- everything else is so realistic. <laughs> it is. And then Luke Skywalker, I was kind of like, meh, with him. And then you know how we are. Our, our 
our main people aren't together. It's frustrating, mm-hmm. but that's probably why they do that. Cause they want you to be frustrated that your main people are apart. And in the third installment, they're all together again. And we tie it up in a big mm-hmm. bow and everybody lives happily ever after. So that was star Wars for me was a little bit, cause I love force awakens so much. Yeah. So much. Will you see you star know, Wars? Well, what I was going to say is that true confessions here. I've actually never seen a star Wars mm-hmm. movie ever that makes my i know i know but i felt like this was a safe place i felt like i could admit it here it's not (laughs) i'm I'm wiping my calendar for next week (laughs) and we're talking about binging we're gonna binge star wars we're not gonna binge the the pre-stuff we're gonna do star wars and then after oh man it it is funny and i do blame my parents i I called them like a couple of weeks ago or months ago i guess when it came out i called my parents and i was like okay i can't believe that i never watched star wars and they were like i don't know i mean i don't know why i don't know why i don't know have you seen space balls no oh my gosh this is so great we need to do more of these podcasts so we can create a written list of the things that I need to see. Okay, let's do TV. Around the Rim, TV, what comes to mind as you just kind of are like, come on, come on, do something. Poldark. Yeah, I know. Poldark is, we love Poldark. I know. It's a good, this season three, it's a great show, but this season three was just a just, little lacking. Yeah. It just left us wanting more. Yeah. Not in a great way, no. but in a, like, we want a little more. And I think it was, a lot of it was because the main characters were separated. Yeah. Whereas, like, the doctor was fighting in war or stuck in a prison. Yeah. And his wife was, was over pining here. Pining away for him. Yeah. And then the Ross and Demelzda were, were mad, mad at each other at each most other. of the time. It was. And then her brother and the girl I wasn't invested in them. I totally I didn't. Agree. I just thought, oh, yeah, they're together. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, I'm not yeah. giving up oh. on the show. Me neither. Mm-mm. Because Ross Poldark. Whoop, whoop. That's right. If you had to date Ross Poldark or King Arthur, who would you date? Oh. I'm going to say King Arthur. Darn. I was going to say King Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the main reason why I would say King hot. Arthur is because he's hot. But also because Ross Poldark's character has annoyed me in yeah. the last very true three seasons, two seasons, I guess. Very true. Most recent seasons. He's very, he's wishy-washy. Yeah. He's left his wife to go over and hang out with other women, which yeah. is not okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I mean, it's just things like that that play into his character, which make me think King Arthur would never do that no. to me. He would never, never do that. Do you think scars on your face are manly? Yes. Okay. I do think that. Would you date King Arthur or Chris Pine from Wonder Woman? Chris Pine. Good, because I get <laughs> King Arthur. Yay! Chris Pine for sure. Okay, that worked out well. We'll have a double wedding. It'll be really good. <laughs> I don't actually know if either one of them are Wonder married. Woman <laughs> will be there, and all the ladies from that island. And... It'll be so great. Okay, mine, uh, Round the Rim and it's still kind of circling, is a TV show called The Good Place with Kristen Bell. And I thought when I first watched it, I would not like it. And I gave it three episodes and I gave up. Then I heard, it's so good. It's so good. I can't believe the season finale. I didn't expect it to go that way. How are they able to do so many twists? Because you think when you watch the first, oh, I've got where this is going and it can't go anywhere else. Because she's in heaven by mistake. She's supposed to be in the bad mm. place and she's in the good place. And you think, well, once they figure that out, she's going to go and how it, but there's, there's little twist. It's like in Hunger Games, you know, whenever they, he says, okay, spin it out and they spin mm-hmm. and everything changes and they don't know where they are. Oh yeah. It, it feels a little bit like that. So I decided to binge the first season and I only got to binge so much because it was still on. So hopefully, because NBC is weird oh, ab- yeah. about binging. You have to They're go on there. hard to find them. Yeah, you have to go on their app and I don't know. All of that to say, I like it, 
I haven't decided yet, though, if it is definitely in the basket for me. But I see it getting there because I like Kristen Bell mm-hmm. a lot. I like Ted Danson in this a lot. And I like all of the sub-characters so much. Maybe we should set our DVR to start recording it. I think we should. Okay, let's do right. that. I'm making a note. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next TV show? The Crown. Uh-huh. And I like The Crown. I think mm-hmm. it goes into. I think it bounces around. I think it goes in. Yeah. Um, there's just some slow parts to mm-hmm. it, so it doesn't sink in immediately. The reason mm-hmm. that I like The Crown is because at least five times during an episode, we would say to each other, did this really happen? Do you think this is real? Pause. And then we go, Alexa, did this? <laughs> Which is only funny because we don't have an Alexa, so we're just shouting it out for fun. <laughs> As I'm punching it in, I'm going, Alexa. Did she really do that? And it's mostly about Princess Margaret. We're yeah. thinking, shoot, girl, hmm. And then we, and then you play the begat game where you think, <laughs> okay, if this whole line dies, how how will it get to where Prince Harry and Meghan will be on the throne? And a lot right. of people have to die because Kate and Will keep popping kids out and mm-hmm. Harry gets bumped down mm. the row. I'm going to do... Uh, a book that kind of went around the rim for me. And do you remember the when we went to the movie? I had not read the book, but that Me Before You movie where the guy is in the wheelchair and there's the girl and she has the bumblebee tights. Yes, of course I remember it. I think I cried through <laughs> most of it. Like ugly tears streaming down my face, sucking wind. <gasps> yeah. Over and over again. <laughs> Was that the worst you've cried in a movie? Yes. Oh. A Walk to Remember was the <laughs> previous time. <laughs> that was years didn't ago. See that coming. And I didn't see didn't it coming. See it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was Fault in Our Stars, and it was gross. It was gross snot, and I did care, and I'm on my sleeve, and then the lady in front of me passes me a box of tissue that we just go down the line. Everybody <laughs> takes one, and we give it back to her. It's terrible. Okay, so they apparently, I did not know this either. I liked that. I liked that movie enough, I did too. And, it, and I didn't read the book. Well, then there was a second book that I didn't know about, and apparently they didn't make a movie. And then mm. there's a third book. Oh. So I just read the third book for the Associated Press. It just came out, and it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It wasn't me before you, but it wasn't bad. So if you're looking, what's it called? It's called Still Me, and it's fine. But it's it's still around the rim. So if you need something during spring break or this summer and you just want to grab something light that's what i would grab perfect what about you what's your Um, last my last around the rim is music and it's taylor swift yeah and i i just i know she's growing on me her new album's growing on me um but it's still going around the rim i will say that we went to a concert last year of hers um last spring so good and that was a slam dunk yes that concert was for sure a slam dunk 1989 is like well, 1989 is a slam dunk. It's just up here. Not it's even. Right. It's, it's got its banner hanging from the rafters in the exactly gym. Right. It's exactly <laughs> right. It's exactly right. It won. It's not going anywhere. Mm-mm. It was great. But um, the the new album, Reputation, kind of bounces around the room for me. I like it. I think some songs go in. Other songs go mm-hmm. out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I think that it would have been an air ball for me. Oh. But... I believe in Taylor, not that album. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 agreeing with you around the rim because it's her. That's a good point. It's her, and I'm just kind of cross because I only like two songs in the whole thing. Because I still think Taylor Swift is a slam dunk. Yeah, she is great. Yes, this new album is just not my favorite. Me too. Okay, speaking of air balls, mm-hmm. air ball. Air ball. I always feel so bad when the when a player <laughs> shoots an air ball and it's a total air ball, and then the whole fans like keep saying it every time they chant over and over again. And I think like that has got to be so demoralizing to this person who's like probably nineteen. I know, but they're okay. They they. Uh, okay, you're like I like to see you get out there exactly. and shoot from halfway court, dude. No, I mean I say that, but if I'm at like an Aggie game and someone does that, I'm for sure going air ball. <laughs> Do you take your keys out? No, you don't have keys. You have that fob. Do you take your fob <laughs> out and, and shake them? I don't. No. <laughs> but I should. I should totally do that. <laughs> we did one time. I did not participate because I felt so bad. 
it was a basketball game in high school and the the team came out and they were announcing them or what it's mm-hmm. the Kilgore one and um, everybody in the student section put up the newspaper from that oh, day yeah. and didn't oh I thought that was the tackiest thing ever they I still d- do that I did not put up my paper <laughs> Okay, what's your first air ball with a movie? It's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. Whoa. I know, it's a bold statement. That is. I saw it over Christmas. It's the movie Downsizing. Mm. It's with Matt Damon. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like kind of lighthearted, funny, cute, Mm -hmm. like some of his other movies, (laughs) like maybe um, (laughs) Goodwill Hunting. That's kind of what I was thinking going in. I was wrong. (laughs) I was completely wrong. It's terrible. I thought that the acting was not well done. I thought that the storyline was awful. And I wondered throughout the entire movie, who is this movie made for? Like, I don't know who the target audience for downsizing is, but I wouldn't go see it. I would say that I went and saw it at the IPIC theaters with the fancy theater chairs that like lay down and the blankets and the free popcorn and Coke, which is just awesome. That was a slam dunk. Movie was not. You didn't snuggle up and just tune out? No, but there was a, a couple next to me who literally, after they finished their dinner, they turned on their flashlight on their phones, like, so that it would light up their area, looked around them, grabbed their purses, and walked oh out. Oh, my God. Like, they didn't just, like, sneak out. No, no, no. They, like, turned their flashlights on and were like, where did I put my keys? Let wow. me make sure I've got my purse. And then walked straight out of the movie. Have you ever walked out of a movie? I have never walked out of a movie. Have, have you? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, mine is the big sick. Ooh, I just want dun, everybody dun, to start. Dun. Yes, don't email me because the Listen big to the explanation. First. Yes, the big sick. People say, "Oh, Laura, it's a love story. Why don't you love it? Because you're always looking for a love story." Got it. It was a great movie, not a love story. I agree. That's why it's an airball. I felt like it was false advertisement, and we <laughs> suffered from the sleepless in Seattle syndrome. Right. Where they're never together. I totally agree. And now, people will say, no, 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 you get the backstories and all that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. It was a story about Kum- Kumail Numjami, I think is how you say it, and her parents. I agree. And I thought it was funny. Yeah. I really, I laughed a lot in it. I thought it was it's a good movie. Great. It's just not a love story. Is a love story. Not a love story. I agree. Okay, TV shows. What is a airball? Outlander. Mm-hmm. Outlander season three <laughs> was an airball for us. They're not Jamie together. slam dunk. Jamie's always a slam dunk. <laughs> if you had to date Jamie or King Arthur, who would you date? Jamie. Good, because I would take King Arthur. That's great. <laughs> That's great. You would take King Arthur over Jamie? Probably so, yeah. Oh, man. Probably so. No. I can understand him better. <laughs> That's a good point. You have to turn the <laughs> subtitles on with Jamie. Season three Jamie is a little bit older. He is. I still, still like him. Good. And he's still, still good. good looking. And why are we both consider this an airball? Because... They're never together. Never together. Claire and Jamie oh are not together. Um, Those stupid boats. They're separated by boats, and then oh, Claire shame. gets kidnapped, and they're like on an island trying to get back to each other. Hooks through noses. It when was somebody dies. And it was weird. It was just bad. It was sad. Mm-mm. It was bad, and it was even the reunion. So there was like what six episodes before we even see Jamie. That's a good point. I forgot what? about that. Ugh. Sorry. Okay, and then let's do. Oh, yeah. um, Television. I think an, an airball is uh, Bachelor Ari. Of course. I went on record supporting him. Oh yeah. I I mean, one of my friends texted me the other day and was like, "Hey, wait a second, wasn't this the Bachelor you told me I was yes. really gonna like?" And I was like, "Yeah, it is. Yes. It is. It is that person." And I was wrong. We admit when we make mistakes. We, we do, mistakes. but what makes me so sad is his wall kiss is something that I will always want to put in my recap. And now I can't because it's tainted. It totally is. Stink. Okay, what's your other one? Um, TV show. My other TV show is Blacklist. We can cover this pretty quickly. Tom Keen died at the end of the previous season, which Tom Keen was Elizabeth Keen's husband. <laughs> and I'm... I think it's Tom Keene. Yeah, this has got to be right. I wouldn't know for sure because I stopped watching it. Because I was like, it's dead to me. The entire show is dead to me. I don't understand what this is. I don't care that much about them solving crimes. Uh I mean, I think the actors are great, but no. Mm -mm. I'm I'm done with it. I never watched it, so I can't say anything. You're not missing anything. Mine is, my next airbar is The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell. 
Please do not email me about this either because I think everyone in my life loved it. And I, I couldn't. Amy Sherman Palladino is one of my favorite writers and she's a Gilmore Girl girl. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It just drug so much. Does it concern you at all? That, like, how do you, how can you explain how everyone else loves it so much and we just don't? I don't know. I, I don't know. Either. And I, I watched all but two episodes because I kept thinking it's about to get good. Right. It's about to get good. I will say what I liked about it was the music, the background soundtracky music. I loved and I liked her outfits. I, I loved that, but I, I didn't really care about because she has yet to do real stand up yet. That's her whole thing as the stand up comedian, and so I, I, I kept I'm, thinking that's going to yeah, come. Yeah, I kept thinking that's going to come, but anyway, I don't know. Um, let's move on to the last bummer airball of our past year, and that would be Hurricane Harvey. Wah, wah, wah. Such it's, a bummer. It was a bad one. We podcasted about that, too, if you want to hear. We did. <laughs> In the, other, the trenches as it was happening. The other <laughs> funny thing about Hurricane Harvey, <laughs> funny outcome from Hurricane Harvey, um, is that we binged a lot of television shows that were terrible we during did. Our Hurricane we Harvey. We did. We gave because a lot our uh, We gave it shots, guy. and we would be like that. We can't watch that. Uh-uh. What was that one with Eric McCormick? Travelers. Oh. <laughs> travelers we gave it a good solid three or four episodes it was bad i was not in a good place (laughs) during hurricane harvey you're gonna hear it in my voice which is probably either out or it sounds like i'm about to cry any minute so that was very airball in the last year okay let's go back to march madness who are you rooting for to win it all Texas A&M. Okay. And just because I feel like (laughs) as an Aggie fan, I have to put them going all the way, which is why I never win any of my brackets. Right. Because I have them winning the first game, and then I'm like, well, they could probably get lucky and win the second game. And then I'm like, I have them in the freaking Sweet 16. I got to just take them all the way. And then pretty soon, I've got them in the national championship game, and all of my friends are looking at me with that look like, seriously, you really think that they're going to go all the way? I mean, they've only won 20 games, and they were on like a five-game losing streak at one point in time during the season. But I still, I feel like I have to have hope. So I'm always going to put them in there. But otherwise, I would say I'm rooting for North Carolina and Kansas. Okay. Me too. Those are the same ones that Lindsay's rooting for, except for you had one other one that you thought. Yes, Virginia. That's your dark horse pick. That's my dark horse pick. (laughs) Which is kind of funny that you say dark horse because they're ranked number one or they're projected to be a number one seed. Number one rarely wins. (laughs) They rarely do. Rarely wins. I'm picking... Kansas because of our friend Rennell. That's right. And Carolina Blue because of our friend Emery. That's exactly and right. And that's all I know. Is mm-hmm. Baylor going to? Well, we won't know. We we don't know yet because <laughs> Selection Sunday's tonight. Sick but, of um, Bears. I'm the best alumnus ever. But right now, the most recent thing that I looked at, because when I asked you about it yesterday, you said, I don't know. I don't know whether they're going to make it. <laughs> I looked it up and they're on the bubble right now. Mm-hmm. And so they're mm-hmm. thinking that they're probably not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Like the people are thinking that is, they're probably not going to make it, but um, they could. You never can tell. Okay. Well, so we'll see. Selection Sunday. All right. One last question, Laura. This is how we're going to end the show. If you could be kissed by King Arthur, mm-hmm. Jamie Frazier, mm-hmm. Chris Pine, oh, Randall from This Is Us, oh, I know, or the bearded lady. <laughs> 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 Who, wait, I'm not done. Oh. And the dude from Home Again in the kitchen. No, the kitchen is your environment. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay. okay. So okay. dude from Home, home Again. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Randall. Uh-huh. Chris Pine. King Arthur. Jamie Frazier. Chris Pine. Oh. I know. I know you were thinking that I was going to go with Jamie Frazier, uh, yeah. but I'm not. I'm going Chris Pine. Because he doesn't match in your head in a modern day exactly. kitchen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Because mm-hmm. a kilt isn't going to look right in the kitchen. <laughs> it's not going to work out. I'm going to work on that for you. Thanks. Thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray or the blog at IHateGreenBeans.com. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes and don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Texas forever.